0: So today we are discussing what is the moral lesson of an Adam destined for failure. Now what gives me the right to say that Adam didn't have a chance, it was, it was predestined that he was going to fail the test and he was going to eat from the eights, Adas Tov Merah, uh, the tree of knowledge. How can I say such a thing? It's based on five words in the Midrash Rabbah right at the beginning of Parshat Noach, and there the Midrash says, adam Hayametukan ya which sounds like he, it was inevitable that he was going to bring death to the world, in other words, he was going to lose his immortality as a punishment for eating from the Eid Sadas, and subsequently the whole world is going to lose their immortality, all because of Adam. Amazing concept and it's not the only place. There's another Midrash which says it even more dramatically. It says, you know, it uses the word Alila, which is almost like a false accusation. The Midrash says it's, it's false to, to uh, blame Adam for everybody's death, to guilt him with all of, of mankind's death throughout the ages until the end of time. It's really not fair because it says in the Torah itself the Torah talks about the laws of of uh, what to do with a dead body. So it was obviously God's plan to have death incorporated into the world. So how can you blame Adam? Why are we guilting him with all this? So we have two sources that it was inevitable that Adam was going to not, not pass this test. And we've talked in the past how what a difficult test it was. Uh, the snake was an exceedingly great snake snake oil salesman, he was very, very crafty. He used all kinds of amazing arguments, some which took him too far, and that's what he was punished for. And Chava was, once she ate from the, uh, the Eitz Adas, she was no longer in the same playing field. Adam was stuck in a world of absolute truth, and she was already in a world where you can manipulate truth, our world. Nothing against her, but all of us are in that world now. So you see that everything was stacked against Adam. So then the question is, could there have been a better candidate if we're saying it's inevitable that God picked someone, well obviously he had free choice and he could have made it. Otherwise, these questions, you know, are are unanswerable. So it means that that yes, it would have it was inevitable, but obviously he had the power to do it. It was difficult, he could have done it, he had the free will and he could have done it. But he didn't. And again, we're saying it's a very, very difficult test. So is it possible that we could ask this question? Maybe God could have found a better candidate, a stronger candidate with more moral resolve. And maybe he wouldn't have been tripped up. So if that sounds like a theoretical question to you, it's actually something else that the Medrash brings. The Medrash actually says that Avram deserved, because of the, the great moral strength that he had, he deserved to be born before Adam means that he may not have uh, been tripped up he may have passed these tests the only thing is God withheld Avram from being born at this time because God needed him in later generations the Midrash gives an example of uh, if you're building a house you take your most powerful uh, strongest beam and you put it in the middle to hold up the whole house in other words Yes, it might be inevitable that Adam was going to fail, and the generations would fall after that. But then Avram came on the scene, and Avram Avamon, Avamon Ga'im not only was he obviously the forefather of the Jewish people, who raised the idea of monotheism, but he also was Avamon Ga'im. And if you take that to mean not just the progenitor of many nations, but many other religions, since Christianity and Islam have some of their roots in, in Judaism, so you see what a strong beam Avram was right in the middle there that we are feel, still feeling the repercussions today of three major religions. Okay, so now we go back to our original question. So why did God choose Adam, who was inevitable to fail? Why would you start out with someone like that? Although, as we said, he could have he could have succeeded, but it was inevitable that he was going to fail. Well, there's two approaches I, would, I could think of. Number one, of course, Avram was a... A larger than life personality who passed those grueling 10 tests, and you know, maybe that's a little, you know, that's difficult for people to, to have that role model right in the beginning. And this is very related to what I think is a major theme in the medrash. We've said it many times, and that is that the medrash is all about growth through adversity, and this is really what Adam is showing us you know he not only didn't pass that test then he blamed his wife instead of taking responsibility and then according to some commentaries he didn't even ask for repentance he didn't ask for tshuva when he could have and who knows what kind of global repercussions that could have had if Adam asked for tshuva so you see that Adam had to repair his relationship between God and and his relationship between His wife and and all of mankind and of course it's not Adam who's getting these lessons it's really Bnei Adam it's all of mankind these are our lessons to to embrace that we have to learn from adversity we have to take responsibility these for our for our failings these are the important lessons that we got from Adam that we could not have gotten from Avram, and that is of course the the ultimate answer to why God started with someone who would ultimately fail. Have a great Shabbos.